Welcome to the Blood Brothers Podcast. Freedom, fulfillment, and purpose is possible. It's possible here, and it's possible now. Uh, this podcast is a resource for you to help you tap in to what God has for you, to tap into your godly potential. Uh, today, I am excited to uh, have Chris Downing join me. He is a friend, a brother, and a co-worker uh, in the ministry of Blood Brothers with me. Uh, he has been on staff uh, serving in some regard uh, since 2018. Yeah. And uh, we have developed just a, a deep friendship and camaraderie. Uh, but man, I so appreciate uh, Chris. Chris is married to Tanya and he has uh, three boys, Easton, Cameron, and Bowen. And, uh, you know, you've been on the podcast before, you talked some about parenting, but man, life as a father, as a husband to a young family, young children, it's hard, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, life, life is full for you right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. I talked with Tanya and I was like, you know, when we were first married, we had our apartment and we just had us and our jobs and you used to think, oh man, life is so busy. Like, you know, I don't have time for this. I don't have time. And now I look back and I go, I wish I used my time better, you know, back then. And I, it's crazy the things that you get accomplished and you get done with kids. Yeah. And uh, I kind of think about my next stage. Like, am I going to look back at this stage and go, I wish I would have done something differently, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, that's interesting uh, because how, how oftentimes I see it is, Man, if I'd have ever known that I'd be dealing with so much now compared to what I felt like was overwhelming back then, uh, if I'd have known it back then, there's no way I would have moved on into the future. You know, <laughs> kind of like Moses, like if Moses knew everything that that dude was going to have to go through uh, before he did, he probably would have never gone. But God loves us, you know, in a way that he brings us along and grows us along the way. Uh, so that we can deal with the elements of life that uh, that he has for us. So I appreciate you know hearing those words. I remember uh, going to an event uh, years ago, a leadership conference, and the theme was uh, being present. You know, and that has stuck with me ever since. You know, my word for the year, uh, you know, is intentional. And our word, you know, as a ministry for the year is being intentional. And uh, it goes hand in hand, you know, with, with being present. Like, like not, not to be off in outer space or la-la land, but really to be engaged and intentional in every aspect of life. But um, you are a very intentional do and uh, very caring, and I love that about you. Uh, coming on staff in 2018, you were not in the role that you're in now. Uh, you're in a very different role now, and it's just incredible for me to consider how far you have come and how awesome you are in this role as uh, the Blood Brothers Creative Brand director and there's there's more to that that role but uh right now i want to dive in uh to the creativity aspect of uh, of your role and of who you are and how uh how god speaks 
through you, through that role, through creativity, and kind of uh, why creativity is important to you, you know, as a as a man, and not just in this role. But uh, man, God's the ultimate creator, uh-huh. right? And we were created in His image, and so it makes sense that we create. And you do so. Uh, you do you do that more so in a way that more people get to experience uh, it, and it's special. But tell us some about uh, your relationship with Christ and how it, uh, how creativity plays a role in that. Yeah, and it's not, uh, it's not really like something, creativity hasn't been something that I've thought of until recently. Um, you know, when I was younger, I enjoyed drawing and I have pictures of birds and different things, a scene of a deer jumping over a fence that yeah. I, I would, you know, look at a picture in a book and try to draw it. And, um, you know, as I got older, high school and then young adult, I put those things away and uh, just focused on sports and hunting and trucks and farming and, you know, those types of things. And um, so even, you know, coming here on staff, that creative aspect wasn't part of it. And as I've thought about this, like I do see how I use creativity in, you know, building a sermon, you know, when I was a pastor. Um, And I see how creativity can be manifested in a bunch of different ways from a plumber solving an issue or maybe a a person who's building a house, you know, using creativity in the way it's designed and things like that. And so, um, but for me, I just hadn't explored that or thought it as like a part of my life that I kind of put away. And even though I utilized it, I don't feel like I, um, it was something that I valued or I considered how to use, you know? And so, um, when we had talked about like being a creative director here, you know, I was excited about utilizing some skills and honing skills and learning new skills, um, to do that in a creative way. Um, and so I think really, um, what I've noticed recently, God using creativity in my life is that I don't get to do just whatever I want to do, (laughs) Mm. you know? And so we create something and a lot of times, um, you know, presenting it to you or other staff, um, Mm. there's things that need tweaked and things that need changed. And, um, you know, it can be so easy to take that personal to go, you know, you're putting your heart and soul into work and then somebody's going, no, I don't like it or no, it needs changed or no, it needs tweaked. And, you know, something that I, I keep uh, a note in my phone and of quotes and Bible verses and things like that. And so a couple of the, the quotes that I've had recently, um, one of them is creativity of the job or sorry, one of the notes that I have is uh, criticism of the job isn't criticism of you. It's a necessary and good part, you know, to making it better. And so just trying to remember that when, you know, you create something and you bring it, it's, you know, a necessary part to look at it and say, okay, what can be made better? And mm-hmm. so uh, just realizing how God's using that in my life to um, present something or what it really feels like is presenting yourself, you know, and then being rejected, you know, mm-hmm. and so uh, thinking about that this morning, that goes back to a childhood wound that I never knew I had till I was an adult. I think it, mm. God kind of works it out that way, 
but of uh, you know sitting around a table. The popular kid in school, I got invited to his birthday party. Is that a '90s? It was a '90s birthday party. Mm. So it was a McDonald's play place birthday party, <laughs> yep. and uh, everybody had a balloon tied to their chair, and it was, "Hey, pass your balloon under the table." We were all sitting around joking. I want to pop his balloon under the table. I'm gonna pop. You know, we're all trying to pop each other's balloon. And uh, pass that balloon under the table. I was like, I'm not going to do it. You're going to pop it. It's my balloon. You know, no, I won't pop it. I promise. You know, and in my household growing up, like promise was it, you know. And so passed it under seven-year-old, boom, and everybody laughed at me, you know. And so it was that um, I feel like I'm discovering is I fear that rejection at mm-hmm. times, you know. And so... Um, so it has been just trying to keep my attitude in check and my heart in check as, as we create things together that, you know, you're not rejecting me and, you know, we're creating something that can lead other guys to Christ that's going to impact them and God's going to use it to speak through to them. So I think that's like probably the biggest thing that God's been speaking to me through creativity. You know, and it's interesting how we have those seasons of our lives where we put something away and then God resurrects it and says, I'm going to show you something through this. Mm. Yeah. So sorry for that ramble. No, no, that's good. <laughs> uh, you know, I have so much respect and admiration for you and, and how you uh, work through a project, uh, especially a project that I'm passionate about. I have my own vision for and it's your job to to see that vision come alive visually and uh, I know that is so difficult you know for you because you feel like you have you're locked on to to the vision that I've shared with you or that somebody else has shared with you and then you get excited you create it and you're excited about what you've created and then uh, oftentimes there's a tweak, you know, that's needed. And, uh, you know, so to see you learn through this process of, uh, that it's, it's not rejecting you and it's not rejecting your work or your creativity, but it's working towards a common goal of creating something, uh, that is remarkable. Watching you in this process has been really neat and encouraging. And, uh, you know, it's the same thing for me when I write something or I communicate something and uh, and I can either uh, say it's good enough or uh, I don't want anybody's input or I can subject myself or my work to others and allow them to speak into it and it be the best that uh, it can be with others perspectives Uh, but pride oftentimes shut people down you know from allowing others to to speak in and you're very humble uh man i just love that uh about you and uh so many men struggle with you know humility and women uh and uh man it really forces out uh god you know when we have pride in our life it forces out uh, god because it says that uh, my way is good enough. And so as I've seen you go through this path of uh, man, embracing humility more and more by opening yourself up, opening up your abilities and your creativity, I've seen you tap into uh, more freedom, fulfillment, 
and purpose, you know, through the process. Uh, but yeah, you know, God is the ultimate creator, you know, and to see his handiwork manifested through our hands and our eyes and our minds, uh, it's powerful. And, and it's the gospel being lived out here now when it's done in a way that is unto the Lord, you know? Yeah. So what would you say to, you know, our listeners, uh, not necessarily about creativity, but uh, when it comes to uh, tapping into your godly potential, some of those things that we've buried, maybe out of rejection, you know, out of being wounded from what others have said, but something that uh, they were once very passionate about, very excited about, all right? Not like when I told my family we were driving home from somewhere and we were singing a song, and I said, one day I want to be a rock star. And... You know, they all laughed. I think my mom even this laughed. This was when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully they did. Uh, it hurt, though, yeah. uh, at the time, you know. And like, what? No, I'm going to be a rock star. I was never destined to be uh, a rock star, Christian, I... secular, or not. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that because I had, like, you as an adult pictured your family. Like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 <laughs> It was no. when you were a kid. When I was yeah. a kid, yeah. And uh, yeah. so I don't mean like that. I mean, it might be, that might be the reality for, for some, but, you know, those deep areas where, where God has, has birthed a passion, a talent, an ability that gets buried because of wounding. What would you say to, to our listeners? I would say um, to just keep practicing, you know, and so um, just keep working at the you know if it's a skill or a talent or an ability like just keep working at that if god's called you to it um you know you're always going to have somebody that doesn't like what you do you're always going to have somebody that doesn't appreciate it um and it doesn't always have to be for other people either like um one of my most favorite bible verses in the whole bible is uh, Colossians 3.23. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was at a middle school. Uh, I was in middle school, and it was a sports camp that I went to. And uh, it's whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, doing it for God and not for men. Mm -hmm. And so I would just encourage them to, to do those things for God. And then just to remember, you know, you're always going to have a critic um, and try your best to not take it personal, <laughs> mm -hmm. you yeah. know? And so um, criticism of the work does not equal criticism of you as a person. Sometimes, you know, those things that we've put away that God has a way of bringing them back and in a way that surprises us, mm. you know? And it wasn't like, for me, it wasn't a plan like, hey, I wanna be, a, I wanna be creative again. You know, as a kid, I ran around with a camera taking photos and drawing and and uh, when I put those things away or let them go, I never thought that it would be something that God would, mm. would use again. So, yeah. yeah, God's in the business of uh, resurrecting uh, things that are dead back to life, you know. And yeah. so whether it's somebody who is, is actively trying or somebody that, man, has found a place where they have just buried, you know, passion that God had given them to use. Uh, man, our God is in the business of, of liberating 
you know, the things that, man, have just, the enemy has, has somehow uh, convinced us to, to bury. And I want to encourage our listeners, man, to unbury some of those things. Some of those things that God has given uh, them passions about, uh, you know, abilities and talents to, to utilize those. God gave you those as a gift, not just for, you know, their own enjoyment, our own enjoyment, but as tools to reach the lost and to encourage the saved. And uh, who knows, God might want to use you in a way that uh, impacts lives around you. I know he wants to, but he might want to use that uh, creativity aspect. You know, although Chris, Chris's creativity is manifested in, in film and video and picture and graphics and uh, websites and publications and uh, wording and you know this that and the other so so many ways your creativity uh, comes alive uh, that people oftentimes think about art you know as creativity and uh, you know for me creativity is uh, putting together different events uh, man making them fun and engaging or uh, man how uh, I work with the property to make it something that is just aesthetically pleasing to people when they come here and to appreciate and to enjoy uh, this, to put them in a mindset of, man, this is, this is, this is cool. And I want people to come here and to remember, uh, yes, the property, but more so I want them to experience the property with the Holy Spirit in a way that it just sticks for a lifetime. And, uh, I love to communicate in a creative way that isn't in the box thinking, you know. And so uh, creativity comes in and out uh, many different ways. And uh, God gave you that to be the light to this dark world. And so uh, maybe some of you need to resurrect uh, some things that have been buried. And uh, I would just encourage you to invite Jesus into that. And uh, say, hey, Father, are there some areas that, uh, man, I have buried uh, that you want me to be more creative uh, with and to allow him to do a work in you uh, so that maybe he can do a work in others. But do you have anything in closing, Chris? Uh, I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, one of the things that you say all the time and that I've learned from you is that nothing is wasted, you know. Mm. And so at times, you know, I've, you could probably look at your life, I can look at my life, and you see these seasons where you utilize these different talents and abilities, and you kind of look to the future at times and go, God, what in the world are you doing here? Like, I have yeah. this section and this section and this section. And, you know, we work on projects, and sometimes, like you said, I think I have your vision, and I start to go one way, and we got to bring it back, or, you know, we're working it out together. And at times, it can feel like it's all wasted. Mm. Um, but that God doesn't waste anything on us. Yeah, because oftentimes it's it's through that process that we recognize what really needs to happen. Yeah. And uh, although it's taken time, talent, abilities, sometimes uh, you know financial investment, resources, uh, you can look at it as a complete waste of time, or you can say what it really is is that oftentimes we wouldn't recognize what could be and should be if we hadn't gone through uh, some of the things that we've been through. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. We serve a creative God, and, uh, and I love that about him. I love how he uses creativity 
uh, to draw us to him. And uh, sometimes it's good to just, uh, man, go to a quiet place, go for a walk, or just put yourself in a, in a quiet place where uh, you can just, man, ask the Father to, to use his, his creation to speak to your heart. And it's incredible what he does. So uh, thank you for joining us on this uh, Blood Brothers episode. Uh, we would love it if you would like and share uh, the podcast, follow uh, the podcast. But uh, this is just a small way uh, that we want to battle for individuals' hearts in their pursuit of tapping into their godly potential. Until next time, see you later.